Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This, the last day, hard to believe, this is the last day this week that you'll be able to observe any of practice. Yeah, yeah, I was able, I guess I, there's been two practices since I talked to you last, uh, but I just got back from uh, the last practice uh, outside in shells today. Man, the last two days, yesterday was inside, but the last two days they have been blaring i mean it is so loud it's it i don't know it sounds like i don't know it's it's like cans banging around and stuff you know it's just it's like you have to hold your ears it's so loud so they're definitely preparing for the crowd noise obviously tiger stadium is 102,000 rowdy cajuns so uh, you got to get ready for that environment and um Devon Manuel is out there doing stuff and has been out there. Um, you know, Ron was doing a little bit of stuff yesterday. I don't recall seeing him out there today. Um, so I, I just think, you know, when you got a guy coming back, especially when it's a knee, usually the protocol is, you know, work him into practice some, and then maybe the next week you'll see him. But I, I would just be surprised if we saw him out there uh, today. So, um, yeah, just out there preparing for LSU. It's going to be a tough one on the road, especially, you know, coming after off the game that they just played, um, you know, losing to BYU, obviously, and LSU's coming off of such a uh, a nice win against Mississippi State where they were just really clicking on all cylinders. I think Arkansas has got a better team than Mississippi State does. Probably people don't want to hear that after the loss to BYU, but I think they've got a better team, a better defense. Um I would be surprised, I guess, if Jaden Daniels went 30 or 34 again, um, passing the ball. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not uh, – obviously, Arkansas's uh, – that Saracen app had them 18-and-a-half point underdogs last time I saw. So, um, But I don't know. For the gamblers out there, they know that, you know, when a team – when one team doesn't, uh, you know, hit their mark and Arkansas was, what, eight-and-a-half point favorites against BYU and then uh, the other team just, you know, blows right past it. You know, sometimes things tend to balance out, so maybe that's what will happen. But uh, obviously Arkansas is going to be a long shot to win the game in Baton Rouge. What did you see out of the Rocket? Not much. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say a whole lot. And uh, like I said, I don't recall seeing him out there today. So I'm guessing that means, again, I, like I don't doing the, I don't doing expect like him to step, play. Those drills where they take their first step. Right, right. You know, where they take their first step and then, you know, settle back and then, you know, that kind of stuff. So not a, not a whole lot. Hey, Rocket Sanders is really good, but there are some other good backs. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things that go into the running game. I don't think it's just Sanders being yep. missing. Do you? Oh, no question. No question. Um, you know, and – I, I, it's interesting because I, you know, I've been listening to other talk radio, and obviously we have a message board and listen, you know, seeing what fans are posting and stuff. And you know, I hear takes about, well, there's so many new p- players and stuff out there, and maybe it's taking them time to gel. But I mean, really, you know, the offensive line has one new player, and you know, you know, Joshua Braun didn't play that bad <laughs> overall. Uh, you know, if you look at Pro Football Focus grades, it's not like because they have an influx of new players. 
Like that's not that's not to me the adjustment. The defense has an influx of new players, and they're they seem to be playing fine to me. So, I, you know, I just think the offensive line they've got to figure some things out. Um, you know, we talked about you know some hand injuries that they've had. Obviously, Brady Latham has missed some time, and then you know comes back and. You know, the last couple of games did not play very well in this last one. Um, Devon Manuels has been out there. And I, as I said yesterday, you know, they need Devon Manuel to, A, get healthy, and, B, be a good player. You know, he's 6'9", 3'10". He's got a ton of ability. Uh, but, you know, he also hasn't played a whole lot of football. And, you know, LSU's got some players. You know, they yeah. got some studs on that side of the ball. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I stand by what I say with this with this roster, and I think if you ask anybody down there, uh, you know, in the, in the football offices or you know, coaches and stuff, they will tell you this is the best team that they have had from a talent perspective, and now it's 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 figuring it out. It's figuring out, you know, a big part of it's just the offensive line. You just you're not going to be able to throw the ball with pressure in your face all the time. It's just bottom line. All right, Trey, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. That's the bottom line because Trey Biddy said so, right? That's right. You just can't. You can't. You're right. You just, you're not going to be able to hold the football at this point. And my question to you is, though, Trey, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I saw Clint Turner put out a tweet, and there was one thing I agreed in there with uh, – he talked about Wiggle from the receivers and saying that, you know, he's probably talking separation, and then he puts Satanga time. And I think he thinks that mm-hmm. Satanga can get open quickly. My question to you, I yeah. love Tesla. We all do. I, I think Isaac is, um, you know, I love him. But let's be real. Um, you know, he's more of a possession guy. So we got to find some guys. We got we to gotta find some guys that can get separation very quickly. And I know Sam has touched on, you know, getting the ball out of KJ's hands. But I don't know. if I know you go back and watch these games. How many routes were they running that were actually short the other day? Because for the most part that I could tell, those were more intermediate downfield routes. And, mm-hmm. you know, also, you know, you see the play action. And that's usually to take a shot. Well, if the team doesn't think you're if – they're not afraid of you running the football – a lot of times play action can slow down the rush. Well, it did not the other day for BYU. But my yep. question to you is, Trey, uh, how can they, not just with screens and, and rolling the what other ways can they just get the ball out of his hands and kind of a quick game? Can they go get to that? Do they even have it? Anyways, I'll hang up with Yeah, I mean, we saw them work so many screen passes and, you know, that's a good way, as Pittman mentioned the other day, to, you know, offset some rush, stuff like that, and blitzes when you run screens, draws. Uh, but we saw them run a lot of screens in practice. I agree with Clint. I, Satania needs to be out there playing. Um, I didn't like, you know, Sam's answer the other day just about, uh, this was before the BYU game, just about, you know, you need, they need him to, to block better. And I, people need to be blocking for He needs him. to catch better. Now he needs <laughs> to catch better. Right. How, You've how got two other have... six four wide receivers, yeah. Yeah, and how many so, passes have um, been dropped by other receivers in the game? So one in exactly. particular. Exactly. So who plays exactly. all the time? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I like Hammond's having award. diversity. Yeah, I like having diversity out there. Um, and Satania is different than the other wide receivers. He's a smaller, shifty, quick guy. 
Um, you know, Andrew Armstrong, Isaac Tesla tests off the charts. You know, when you look at jumping, speed, yeah. strength, mm-hmm. all of yeah. those things, he tests like nobody else, you know, in that room. Uh, Andrew Armstrong is one of the fastest guys on the team also. So they've, they've got some speed at wide receiver. And we know Isaiah Satanio, he clocked a 21.9 second on that, on that punt return, which was, uh, I believe, the fastest according to the side I was looking at in college football last weekend. So we know he's got some speed. Um, they're not short of of weapons, and and you got Luke Has also, who's you know emerging. Uh, it, I mean, that guy's got a lot of ability, but you know, and some of it's this offense also. You know, a pro style attack takes some more time to get used to, and I think you've got some guys that are out there still thinking. I think that includes KJ Jefferson. There were times where you know he held it too long, but for the most part, I feel like you know you you just got some issues on the offensive line. Um, I, I say this, I feel like every year about, you know, going back to this video of Ohio State with Justin Fields where they're talking about how mature and poised he is. He's going to his first, second, third, fourth, fifth receivers. Um, and I'm just sitting there counting, you know, to 1,007, 1,008. Of course he looks poised. Of course he's going through all of his reads. He's got all the time in the world to throw the ball. Uh, there's not a quarterback out there, Jaden Daniels, nobody who is going to perform well with pressure in his face. Jaden Daniels isn't going 30 or 34 passing if he's running for his life all day. He's just not. Um, that is the big problem with this team right now. And I've said before with Andrew Chambly, he's a year away. He's got a lot of talent, but he's a year away. Patrick Kudis might be a year away, but he's probably the fifth best guy that they've got right now on the offensive line. Um, they need to get Devon Manuel healthy. That'll help, I think. Uh, I, I do think he has potential, but he hasn't played a lot of football, and he's going to make mistakes too. And Brady Latham's coming off his worst game. And, you know, it's hard for me to criticize guys sometimes. You know, Brady Latham's done a lot of good things for this program, and he's hurt. Um, you know, and I think that's played a big role. But if he's too hurt that he can't, you know, help you, you, you have to look to somebody else. I just don't know if the option is really there. This this program, these coaches have worked, you know, all, you know, fall campus stuff trying to they've talked about hey we need to have eight guys ready um and they've they've had some guys banged up so um you know these are these are reasons that you know you had some of the issues and punter too i mean you can't have 10 28 yard punts i would like to see them go maybe look at a different option this week at punter like it it's a shame because max fletcher has a big a leg as i've seen up there at punter uh but if you're going to have 10 25 yard punts 28-yard punts, and, you know, he did it a lot last year with 20-yard punts. Um, you can't do that in Death Valley. You can't go to Baton Rouge and have a punt like that. I mean, you talk about hearing the fans. You will hear them, and, you know, you, you know if you've got a tendency to do something like that, you may never recover. I would like to see them maybe explore other options. Um, you know, Devin Bale, he's a he can kick it. He's not – He's not as he doesn't have the booming leg that Fletcher does, but maybe he can be a little bit more consistent. You just can't you can't put up with that. You can't put up with a ten yard punt. You know you just can't. And uh, I mean that's you might as well have the punt blocked. And we know what the statistics say when you have a punt blocked. You could probably going to lose so the game. So good, except for two punts in all three games. Yeah. But those two punts that you're right, a ten yard punt, man. You just think how could that happen? I mean, I can forgive one every 25 or so, I guess. But it seems like one out of every five. Ooh. 
Let's talk with uh, Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, Trey. Uh, first, I was talking about uh, what you said about going forward, uh, not going forward. Yesterday, you know, yep. you know, mm-hmm. everybody has their own ideal on that type of deal. Yes, I, I'd, like aggressive, I'd like the aggressive. I'd like the aggressiveness of it, uh, the decision to go for it. Of course, everybody does, doesn't like the the call. I mean, it is eighteen inches. And, yeah. And, and well, can like I tell you real quick, Sterling, before you continue, why why I don't like it? So the reason I don't like it is because you're up ten points, you've got all the momentum in the world behind you, and your defense is playing great. See, that's why I, was a I just say, I feel like it's a gamble for no reason. See, I feel the same way. I said exactly the same way. That I have confidence in you getting it. I have confidence in the defense stopping you if we don't get it. So I mean, I feel the same way. But mm-hmm. I don't. But, but my, my main reason for this call that but I wanted to ask you is that why do we seem like we always hear about injuries after a poor performance? I don't remember hearing anything about KJ being banged up. In fact, mm-hmm. this is the week he's going to open up. We're going to turn him loose this week. That's what I remember hearing. I don't remember mm-hmm. hearing anything yep. about you no know, hand problems with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing that. Now maybe I missed it. I mean, I don't hear it every second. I don't. I don't get to hear. Uh, well, let me but, let me bring I mean, up a couple things that, real quick, Starling. Um, they did mention about um, KJ being a little banged up, but they also said, you know, they don't think that's really what the, the problems I think KJ is experiencing is, you know, being in a new offense and wanting to do the right things and probably thinking a little bit too, you know, too much here and there. I don't think, you know, any any banged up aspect of it has is, is really affected his performance. And I don't think they were trying to, like, necessarily say that, but just kind of saying. Now, they have talked about the hand issues a little bit, and we know that Brady Latham has been out, and obviously Devon Manuel, um, you know, has, has had about three different injuries since camp started. Uh, but Latham, I mean, Latham missed the first game. You know, he's he's just trying to come back. But this just like it wasn't as big as the issue as it was after the game, maybe because – it led to, to the performance, but uh, I, sometimes it seems like there's a little arrogance sometimes. Yeah, and I and I don't have no problem with with being arrogant if that seems like who you are. But it's hard to be arrogant and humble at the same time. And mm-hmm. it just seems like this is just some of the, the, the comments that he's made in press conference is starting to rub their own way. And it seems like he's it feels like he's feeling a, a little pressure. I would like for him to be a little more diplomatic and a little more unlooking. Be more selling. I it seems like when I when he gets through talking in the press conference, I'm more worried than I was before I heard him talk. That, that's all. And I know it ain't about me or anything like that. It don't help you win games, but I mm-hmm. I, I just wanna what is he saying? If it's like that, do you think it's like that? I know you're not in the locker room, do you think it's like that in the locker room or he's just totally different when he's along with the kids in the dressing room. And thank you, Trey, and thank uh, Rick yeah. and Randy for allowing me to ask you the question. Thank yeah, you, Sterling. I mean, I think you, you obviously handle different people differently. But, you know, I think he's frustrated, you know, with and probably knows the same things that, you know, he's getting asked questions about. But I think there's definitely a, a level of frustration, and maybe it's bigger now that, you know, we are in year four now. Um, and, I mean, guys, you lose – you lose a home game, you're favored by eight and a half points. Now, that's the last line I said, you know, saw on it. You're favored by eight and a half points, so you're going in there thinking we're at home. 
I mean, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't expecting uh, BYU to beat Arkansas. Um, that's just not a game you can lose. And when you look, when people look, like fans have every reason to be upset and frustrated right now. And I don't think it's as far as Brent and Brimstone quite right now is, you know, we'll see what happens. But I don't know if it's ready to, um, you know, burn everything down just yet like people are talking or fire the offensive line coach. There's that rumor going around. That's not – that's not accurate at all. Um, but I, you lose a game at home to BYU, and I'm right there with everybody. And then you look at what's coming, and you know you didn't play very well. You looked out of sync. You looked, I mean, very one-dimensional in a lot of ways. Uh, and we're talking about offense because I, th- I think the defense played well Saturday. And, you know, they've got a much bigger challenge coming up with Jaden Daniels in that offense. But – you look at what's coming down the pipe and you just lost a home game and you know it's 34 days until your next home game, I mean, that's that's going to tick a lot of people off. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. is. And this is uh, football, as I said yesterday, it's a very emotional game. And, um, you know, you lose a game that you, you feel like you shouldn't and it's in sheer four, yeah, people are going to be furious. They just are. I haven't talked to anybody that's not mad. Have y'all? <laughs> no, nope, you're, you're, you're right. Very, well, very upset. I'd say more disappointed. I, I don't know that I've talked to many people that are, like, angry that want to get rid of everybody, mm-hmm. but man, there are people that certainly don't. Uh, well, I, I don't I'd know say that. The biggest I'm not question, saying, hey, Trey, the biggest yeah, question I that, face but... is the one that you're okay with, fourth and one. I, I have not talked to a single person who didn't mm-hmm. think Arkansas should go for it and who thought it should be a quarterback sneak. Not one. And i talked to a lot of I've people, too. I've talked to too. a lot of a lot of people say, you know, I don't, I don't totally disagree with. It. Like, I, first of all, I feel like if you are going to go for it, let's get KJ under center and, and, and go for it. I also, the other side of me though, they're up ten points. I get it. Well, so was They've Arkansas all against Colorado State two years ago, or you know, when Chad Morris was here, they didn't go for it and they never scored again and they lost. Let's you know, don't, so let's it, don't, let's don't, let's don't talk about <laughs> those. Yeah. Like, it, so, it, it, it may not be hunky-dory up there right now, but it's not that. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. I know. And, and look, I think I, it would not surprise me. I, I think Arkansas will play great against LSU. I think they could beat LSU. And so, I, I despite all the problems, I, they're still a good football team and all of that. But, but as far as people being mad, I, I think a lot of them are disappointed, and a lot of them are questioning that decision. Yes, I, I think – twofold if you're going to do it let's see kj under center but also know that this team has not been a very good fourth and one team going back to last year they just have not been now that is Um, true and i think your defense is playing so well just go ahead and punt them deep and keep your momentum and you know live to fight another day and you have a 10 point lead now they only scored a field goal off that because again the defense was playing great and we talk about that as a turning point but what happened the next series what happened on the next offensive the interception series? Gave him a touchdown. Yeah. Put it, There's put it a turning 20. point. Yeah, that's There's right. a turning point for you. But that might not have happened. If you make the first down, you might drive and go to a touchdown or a field goal, and they never get back in the game. Yeah. Well, now we have to talk about the butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changes once you change one thing. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's uh, take a couple of questions from the okay, Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. One, uh, let's see, this is Will from the 501. One major issue is the change to Eno's offense. Brawls ran a simple yep. two-read system, which made it easy I for KJ. Eno's is a true progression reads, which KJ hasn't done in his career, 
and I'll add this footnote, and doesn't have the time. Coupled with the O-line, it is going to be an uphill battle all year. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they'll get better at it, but, you know, it's the season's here. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not like, yeah, I mean, it's time to It's not to exhibition perform. season any longer. It, it, exactly, exactly. Um, but he's right. I mean, and people, you know, think of a spread, and, you know, people who don't know a lot of times just – you know, think it's more complex, but it's not. It's simple. It's it's a lot of window dressing. Um, it's not nothing. None of it's simple, but it's it's simpler than a pro style attack. And the thing about Dan Enos's offense is it incorporated a lot of different aspects. You know, similar to, you know, the Bobby Petrino philosophy of power spread, power run game, uh, and spread principles also. But the thing about it is, you can adapt your offense. Guys, remember 2015, the offense took a while to get going. It was just kind of sputtering, and then they figured it out and figured out what everybody did well and, and got things going. And you kind of just got to – I hate to tell everybody to hope, but you kind of got to hope that's what's going on here, <laughs> sure. and they're uh, and they're going to get it figured out pretty quick. And they need to do it quickly because this is the gauntlet that we've all talked about. You had three games to get ready for it, and you dropped one of them, and now you're staring at it. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is TreyBeatyHawkSports.com.